The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Unlock the power of your dreams Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden. So grateful to be here with you on Unity Online Radio. The number to call if you have a question about your dreams or about how to transform your trauma to freedom, the number to call is 816-251. 3555-816-251-3555. This is a very special show today. I am really, really excited to be talking with best-selling authors, Christina Lee and Heather Ensworth. Nancy T and I will be talking with them in just a moment, but let's start as we normally do, Nancy T, with the luminous humanist thought for the day. What you got? All right. For April 28th, here we are, Trees for the Forest. Imagine yourself as a glorious tree with branches outstretched to embrace the entire forest of life, respecting all points of view as valid and magnificent. Allow yourself to feel rooted and grounded to the heart of Mother Earth while having the core strength to reach upward to the heavens. Feel the solid tree trunk's power move through your center, inspiring you to feel strong yet relaxed enough to let the winds of change dance through your branches. And the affirmation is, I feel the earthiness of my deepest roots and the wisdom of my highest treetops. Thank you, Nancy T. I'm hearing a song. There's always a song. I feel the earth. I was dumb. Move. I do it. I feel in it. Spare <laughs> <laughs> the people, bro. We, don't want you. we always like it when you sing, but when I, not so much. Okay. So let's just take that. Let's just invite everyone to turn within for a moment because this is going to be, it's going to be wonderful and it's going to be intense. We're going to just, let's just take a breath. Let's let go of anything we're holding onto that would keep us from being as fully present to this moment at the edge of our seats of this moment as we possibly can be. Take a breath and just allow yourself to become present and centered and open up wide with each brand new breath to the miracle of this moment, to the unconditional love of spirit, to the beauty that surrounds 
all around you that is always here. Let's pull it in. Let's allow ourselves to rest in it and get cozy in it and to let it heal us and let it allow us to be even more present than we might otherwise be so that we can receive the miracles that are in store for us today. So with this, I'm just so grateful for your listening. I'm grateful for everyone who's helping to bring this show together today. My co-host, Nancy T and and Louie and, and Diane Ray and Jeff and everyone behind the scenes and my co my, my guests, my wonderful guests, Christina Lee and Heather Ensworth. Thank you so much for listeners and for all of the, the spirits that we don't even know your names. You're welcome to be here. Thank you so much for the highest good of all. And so it is a men, a woman, a dreams. Okay. So let's, um, let's dive in. I I met these two beautiful souls through Lisa Campion, who's been on the show, who I love, who's an incredible healer. And she um she was talking about this very special woman named Christina Lee and her her book, um, From Trauma to Freedom. That and I'm so grateful I've gotten to know her and and her writing partner, co-creator, Heather Ensworth. So here's here's the deal. I want I want Christina to be able to share with you her story. Um, I just want to say this is one of the most intense stories I've ever heard and and known up close and personal. And to me, it's really important to know that healing is possible, even if you go through something so unfathomably tragic that it's possible to come through it. I want you to know, just to give you a little preview of coming attractions. Christina Lee is one of the most bright, shining, beautiful souls you could ever imagine. You would never think that she has ever had a bad day in her life. And yet she's endured some, some horrors. And, um, and here she is, and she's written this book to share how she got through. So, um, Christina Lee, I want to just welcome you with open arms to the show. And let me, before we introduce Heather to you, to the, to the rest of our guests, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about how you got here. Uh, Thank you, Kelly. And thanks for having us on the show. Um, And for your centering prayer and affirmation, it's um, ah, well-received and much needed. So um, just good to be with you and everyone on the call and, Mm-hmm. be present for, yeah, this moment. Um, I know it's interesting to hear your words, and as I meet with others, and um, it's primarily what I do is helping others through their trauma and listen to their stories, I um, I often feel grateful for the cards that I, were, I w- was dealt. And um, mm. uh, in that, I, I feel like the context is different for all of us and our stories, a lot of, a lot of it. But, you know, the same threads of feelings um, and how we process uh, trauma or how they imprint or land in the body and in, in the nervous system, that's all the same. It's universal. So. Yeah. I just wanted to, to, yeah, that commonality with all of us and, um, and yeah, with experiencing trauma. But my specific story, as far as the content goes, um, you know, I don't often start at birth, but I think that um, that's sometimes mm-hmm. the most crucial and that it lays these imprints down that seem to have the most consequences. Um, yeah. But, yeah, my birth, I was... Uh, 
it was a planned cesarean. It was two months early, and um, I was life-flighted to another hospital and kind of was on, you know, tubes and ventilators and until my lungs were developed. So it was kind of a hard start. My mother was, um, her mother had committed suicide right before she became pregnant with me. So she was on Valium to mm. curb her anxiety attack. So that was kind of the, mm. the, the, the womb I was, you know, uh, growing in was uh, depression, anxiety, and probably a lot of fear and hopelessness. Mm. Um, but I, um, so my mother brought me home as premature. She had a 15-month-old and a 3-year-old and no help. Um, and yes, so, um, mm. the, at the time when I bring that up because, uh, just to emphasize the mental and emotional state my mother was in, I often, um, mm-hmm. feel like my parents were also victims and, yeah. um, came from their own abuse. And certainly this was the setup of, you know, my incarnation, uh, being generational abuse, but my parents were in a satanic cult and, at the same, you know, this is until I was about four and a half or so. And uh, that was my father's side. And around the age of about four and a half, we um, fled. And my family went uh, across two state lines, and they followed us, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, we were able to uh, get out of, the, out of the cult. So that was a lot of intense trauma within that um, time frame and... Um, other traumas that continued after that, sexual abuse mm. with my mother, um, and other instances with other men. But I feel like some of the most impactful for me was the neglect. Um, and, mm-hmm. You know, I had a pretty checked out mother and uh, absent father, and I think a lot of people can resonate with that. So mm-hmm. growing up feeling not heard, not seen, not understood, and... Often when you compound that with traumatic events, it, you know, becomes complex. But I, I, yes, yeah. Mm. So, wow. So first of all, you, you endure all of this, you survive it somehow. And then you kind of go on to live your life and you become a model. You, you're this, you know, kind of outwardly, having this beautiful life, but you start having dreams and um, the dreams are kind of revealing what seems like memories. Can you speak to that? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, in large part, I tried to stuff the trauma and I, I often had dreams through my childhood that were quite horrific, but I had no real context for them outside mm-hmm. of the few memories I had of the cold, but as the, uh, the trauma was quite complex. There was a lot of dissociation and compartmentalization that I had to, to do in order to, to just be normal. And um, that, uh, my siblings turned to alcohol and drugs and young ages, you know, just pre, like, 11, 12, and took that course. And I uh, took the course of a conservative God because the rules really kept me safe in that mm. context. So um, I had a very structured life for myself. It was very surface. I felt like I was kind of a living in a tin body without real mm. feeling, without being connected. But that mm-hmm. started to unwind. The trauma started to percolate up. 
And yes, that was often through dreams, um, but then it be- it became a flashback, and then it really accelerated. It's like Pandora's box did open up. Um, so yeah, and I had no choice. So I didn't. Mm-hmm. Per se, go looking for, no, I did not go looking for my trauma. It, it really, um, <laughs> found me. Yeah. It was, as, it was as this it tends time. to do. It's, and it's some it kind does. of, it's, it's kind of a compliment in a way when it does, because it, it's as if the subconscious mind is saying, we think you're ready for this. Yeah. Um, you've developed some strength and some structure. So we think you can handle this now. Um, thank you so much, by the way, for your forthrightness and for you, you know, your book from trauma to freedom isn't just a book about healing modalities, which is, which would be fabulous in and of itself, but you're courageous in your depth of detail about what you lived through. And I think it's important to share that because it, I think it really grounds it. And it also, to me, I, I, I have the same association in my brain. I, I associate you in the same way I do with um, Viktor Frankl. And mm. in my darkest hours, when I've had my most difficult moments, when I really thought I can't survive this, when I Dana and I were adopting a child and, and she died suddenly before we got her, there was, it was so painful that I lost my faith in God and went into such yeah. a dark, dark place. And there's been a few other dark times in my life. And when none of the other spiritual teachers that I knew or the other spiritual practices could touch my pain, it was Viktor Frankl that because of what he endured and not just endured, but what he had created a philosophy that gave him life through like the ultimate alchemy, um, it gave me hope. It kind of gave me a rope ladder to climb up. And I feel like you are now part of that. So when I have a dark moment, it's going to be like, I'm going to think about what would Christina do? Look at Christina. Christina found her way through. And this is how. So you not only came through it, but you left breadcrumbs as to how you moved through. So I just, again, I could just go on and on applauding your courage and at this time in this world that we're living in, we need stories like yours, like it's oxygen. I mean, we just came through a year of pandemic and in some places like India, it's still just as rife as ever. It's it's like we need stories about how people got through. So just imagine on a parallel plane, I'm praising you, <laughs> but uh, to get back into the content, if wow. you don't mind, I know that part of your journey as you were starting to unravel um, bring us to how you, how you connected with Heather, Heather Ensworth. So pick mm. up where, wherever you want to leave off. Well, I, I had, and thank you for your, your, your beautiful words. I'm, I'm trying to let them soak in. Um, mm. but thank you, um, that they were a bit overwhelming actually, but, um, I, it resonates, so thank you. I feel like as I was trying to, I, I never, I always had it in the back of my mind that you, you have this book. It's this book is, you know, uh, being meant to collect and bring forth at some time, but it, it was never like a, uh, I don't know. It just, I just knew it was meant to be, and mm-hmm. I think in part, um, what your words are resonate with me because I feel like the trauma that the extent of the trauma um and that I was able to do it I can say I I did it and 
and you could do yeah. it too. So I know that's a broad net, but um, it really gives me confidence to say that. Um, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yes. How Heather, of course, how Heather and I met. I could never, mm-hmm. I, it took a, uh, a number of years, obviously going through my own work and collecting the pieces of, that were vital that I felt like I needed to heal that weren't, a, weren't there, I couldn't find. But I could never pull the book together. And I knew I was missing big pieces of it. Um, but despite my own efforts, I, I couldn't seem to find it or close it up, cinch it up. And, and I, um, by, by really by divine grace, um, Heather and I connected. And there was mm-hmm. something that I knew it was going to be significant. And very shortly after that, without knowing much about her, I just got an intuitive hit. She's, she's the answer. She's, she's going to be the piece that you're missing. And, and sure enough, it was exactly what the book needed to come into its fullness. Mm. So, okay. So this is now, now we pass the, the talking stick over to, to Heather, Heather Ensworth. But I, before we do, I just want to say there's something in, I believe in the healing process that like the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell outlines this. It's one thing to come into the the reward stage where you do, you come through your dark night of the soul and you, there's a reward where you start to feel better. You start to have these insights, but the journey isn't complete until you have figured out how to share that elixir mm-hmm. with others. And one way to do that is through creativity through writing the story and putting it in a form that it could be digestible and readable. And that's what you've done. And it's now it's a bestseller. I know it launches officially tomorrow, but even before the official launch, it's already before it's out of the gate, a bestseller. So you've done your job to, 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 to create that full circle by creating this book and it wouldn't have been possible. And sometimes we need collaborators. We don't live in a vacuum and we need to follow our instincts to find those right collaborators. And you found a sacred partnership in Heather. So let's do a split screen. She said, she said, we just got Heather and Christina, Christina Lee's version of, of the story. So Heather, how did how did all this come to you? Oh, thank you, Kelly, and thank you for letting us be a part of your amazing show. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was really quite remarkable how Christina and I connected. She'd actually been living in the Philippines and contacted me for an astrology reading. And Which then we will talk about on this show. Later, she was in the astrology. For <laughs> and she came to meet with me and and kind of announced, I think you're going to write a book with me. I'm like, I don't even know who you are and what book you're talking about. But (laughs) I just came to so value and respect intuitive gifts. And, you know, the amazing synchronicity is that I'm a clinical psychologist who had specialized in working with people with trauma and had been doing that for 30 years. And then, I'm also an astrologer. Um, So the book became this combination of Christina's story and her phenomenal journey through her own healing process and all the things that supported her in that. And then I was sharing my own healing process and my experiences walking through that journey with other people. 
So we brought all of our years of experience and journeys to bear in trying to support others to be empowered in their own healing process. Mm. So tell us a little bit about what you came through. I mean, you, so Christina was raised in a satanic cult for her early years and you, by contrast, were in um, kind of a Christian um, world. So tell us a little bit about that kind of juxtaposition, what that was like for you. Yeah, interesting. We we both grew up in very, very different contexts. But for me, I grew up in a pretty fundamentalist Christian family and um, really was quite immersed in that until my 20s when I went through a pretty profound personal crisis and crisis of faith, crisis in terms of my own, you know, trying to sort out my own sense of identity. And it it really led to a lot of um, stress for a period of years with my family. Um, and um, then later, as I was um, in my practice as a psychologist, I had been practicing and and highly successful in in my work for a number of years and then had this profound, uh, one of the most profound mystical experiences I've had in my lifetime where this inner voice said, you need to leave your life as you've known it or you will die. And and I knew with every fiber of my being that was true. And so I followed that and dismantled my practice. Everyone thought I was absolutely insane, sold my home, moved, and it started me on a journey of about seven years of exploring my own healing process and really trying to explore other ways of healing because I felt like I had taken, you know, I had a PhD in clinical psychology. I did ongoing training for years after that, really trying to understand how to help people with trauma, and I felt like I hit the limits to what psychology had to offer. Mm. So I was not only spending those years in my own um, personal healing journey, but also exploring, um, you know, shamanic ways of healing, energy healing, um, astrology, herbalism, all these ancient wisdom and healing traditions that um, we then try to tap into in the book to really help people see the variety of ways that we can be in our own healing process, physically, emotionally, spiritually, energetically, on all levels. It's amazing what you bring to the table. And I just, I'm, I'm really struck because lately I've been hearing so many people who come from fundamentalist backgrounds, and I, I sort of did. I came from a Catholic background, Um it wasn't, I wouldn't call it fundamentalist, but it was pretty strict. And um, there is a crisis that happens when our mind starts to open to other modalities and other things and God being kind of out of the box. I think there's probably a lot of people listening to this show right now or that are drawn to unity that that have a similar experience. So I think it's it's really wonderful to hear you kind of speak about that in this extreme way, like stick with that path or or you're going to lose everything, you're going to die, and then to to listen to it, to honor it. And then as an astrologer, you end, you come to meet Christina, and she says, we are going to write this book together. And, and 
so you you dive in, you you listen, you've gotten good at listening. And then tell how did that process go? Because it you created this this book that really is all encompassing. You've got the stories. It it's a full palette experience. Your your expertise as a healer and and all of these stories. So how did that? How was that for you guys putting that together? I just want to add to what you said, Kelly. I think what you you said is so beautifully spoken that I think you know it's interesting that at the roots of some of Christina's trauma and some of the healing work yeah. I had to do was around our religious upbringing, and I, mm. I think part of what we explore in the book is the difference between institutionalized religion yeah. and deeper spirituality that is ultimately that awareness within ourselves that we have that connection with the soul self and with the divine however we uh, define that or experience that um, so mm. we we weave that in to our process of writing the book but the book is actually modeled that you know we we try to provide a lot of practical ways of healing, a lot of different avenues for healing through uh, various different um, ways so that people can really find a path that's right for them. But we've also framed the book around the, the um, model of the ancient mm-hmm. shamanic medicine wheel, which is that understanding that we can, you know, really walk the wheel and integrate all the parts of ourselves and integrate these different core facets of healing, which we term alignment, connecting to your your true soul self, your inner self relationship, how you, we heal in support of healing relationships with others, consciousness coming back into the awareness of those lost parts of ourselves or those memories or feelings that have been repressed and then healing and all the ways we heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually in order then to come to center, which from the medicine wheel perspective is when we're in that place of integration and wholeness. And then we align our story, our life experiences with our soul self and and what's beautiful and Christina writes about this beautifully that in our journeys through trauma and through our efforts to heal that we always have this inner soul self that's mm. untainted untouched unharmed that yes. can help guide us and really uh, help us align to that deeper truth and deeper knowing that can hold us in mm. some of the darkest times Oh my heaven. So the voices that you've been hearing, this is Heather Ensworth, PhD. Her website is Rising Moon Healing Center. And earlier you were hearing Christina Lee. Her website is open to truefreedom.com. But the website you want to go to right now, we're going to come right back from the break. We've got a lot more to unpack, is Transforming Trauma to freedom.com and find out all about their book launch. You're you're listening to the Dr. Dream Show. We're going to be right back in just a moment. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
dream interpretation, and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to the Ask Dr. Dream show. I'm Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden, and I'm so grateful to be with you today. This is such a profound show. I'm so grateful to get to do this and bring these amazing women to you. I feel like we've just survived. We've all survived a year of the pandemic and some are still in the grips of it. We've all lost people. We've all struggled this year. And it's not just this year. It's all that the the compounded trauma from other times that get that get triggered by times like this. So now's the time for some serious healing and like once and for all, not band-aid level healing, but like deep, deep, deep healing. And I'm so excited to share this book with you from Trauma to Freedom by Christina Lee and Heather Ensworth. It's a bestseller on Amazon already, even though it launches tomorrow. So actually don't buy the book today. If you're listening to this show in real time, (laughs) hold your horses, wait till tomorrow, Thursday, April 29th. And if you're listening to the show after Thursday, 29th, buy it whenever you want. But on Thursday, April 29th, there is a very exciting launch that these two incredible women have put together. If you buy the book, you get to be a part of their summit and I'll let them talk about what it is, but it's a like speakers healing, healing ourselves, healing the world. But also here's what I'm kind of personally super excited about. If you buy three books tomorrow, three versions, uh, three copies of From Trauma to Freedom, and that's whether it be Kindle or whether it be the paperback, you also get a portable medicine wheel that they send you. This is a physical medicine wheel that you can take with you. I'm envisioning getting to travel with it around the world, unpacking it and being able to use it wherever I am, turning a hotel into a sacred space, going through a difficult moment at the airport. There it is. Or just in my purse, wherever I go, I want to have this sacred medicine wheel wherever I go. And you can get it for buying three books and you're going to want the book for yourself. And then for two people that you know, need it. And it's, good karma. And the way that you can take advantage of this is to go to their website. So write this down. It is transforming trauma to freedom.com. So transforming trauma to that's T O freedom.com. And this offer is only available tomorrow, Thursday, April 29th. It's like from from midnight to to 12 p.m. midnight to midnight. So so get it. All right. So um, let's see, Christina, Heather. I want to invite you both on to talk about the special offer about this this wonderful um, launch party that you've created. Um, whoever wants to go first, I think they want to. People want to hear from you, not me anymore. So go ahead. Well, thank you, Kelly. And yes, uh, just to add to the medicine wheel, it it yes. comes with. Uh, five crystals also that really are supportive of you in different ways in terms of their healing energies. So, and mm-hmm. and we talk in the book about how you can work through that uh, process. Again, we're really in the book trying to empower people in their own healing journeys. And this healing summit that will be available 
tomorrow for anyone who buys the book on the 29th is really uh, very unusual. I mean, there are a lot of healing summits out there, but this one is very unusual in that we've pulled together 16 interviews with different people, including you, Kelly, which we're so excited about. Um, But it's really looking at people who are doing healing work in their own unique innovative ways, have both been through their own healing journeys and are offering their creative healing gifts to the world in an expression of who they are. So we have um, you talking about working with dreams. We have Melanie Reinhardt, who's an astrologer who's done work with Chiron, the, you know, the, the journey of the wounded healer. We have mm-hmm. innovative um, you know, an innovative naturopathic physician, herbalist, artists, a whole range of people. So we're very excited about that. From around the world, too. I mean, you both travel yes. so much. So you have quite an eclectic. I mean, you're bringing in healers from the far corners of the globe that most people might not have known about, but they're they're profound. So this is yeah, Singapore, truly- South Africa, Europe, um, all over the world. Oh my God. And you also lead workshops in Egypt. We'll just put that in there. And you have your own website besides the website for the, for the launch tomorrow. So I'm just going to give those out really quick. The launch website is transforming trauma to freedom. Christina's URL is open to truefreedom.com, And that's T O spelled out. And your website, Heather is rising moon healing center. Dot com. Okay, this is exciting. So, Christina, is there anything you want to say about what it's been like to put the launch together, about what's exciting about it? You, I mean, you hand-created these medicine wheels. These are not like factory-created somewhere offshore. These are things that you've personally put together yourself as an added gift for people when they buy three books. So what's this been like for you? Uh, it's just, it, of course, it's just been another journey and it, but it feels like so much of it was just an organic flow of just mm. i want to say divine energy it it had its life of its own it was just just a blessing to be a part of this a part of this its own birth i mean really things came together yeah. insights the book really flowed um coming up with the the arch model and syncing it with the medicine wheel as a template you know heather talks about how there isn't just one way to heal and not just one tool or, you know, there's multiple ways and multiple tools. It's, you know, everybody coming into their own truth and knowing how to do that and, you know, for, you know, and, and really finding their own path. So I don't know if I'm answering your question, but it is, you, are. you know, typical <laughs> of a journey in that um, it was just, you know, I was just really grateful to actually just be a part of it. What do you hope people get from reading the book? What is your deep desire? Mm, such a good question. I Really, I think my hope and desire is that this helps people in ways that I so desperately needed it. Mm. You know, my when I, w- I was an inpatient at one point, and the director um, just came through the, the – I was just in the group room – and he came through, it was at a real low point for me, obviously. And he sat down beside me and just pretty directly, and I don't know that he was a spiritual per se, but he was definitely in tuned. And he said, if you ever write a book, 
Don't don't make it about your story. You tell people <gasps> how you made it out. And it was w- one of those moments that just rang through all my cells. And wow. you know, it, it just tucked away somewhere because that is eventually what happened. I don't not consciously based on his advice, but that is what came that was the product, I guess you could say wow. or the the life wow. that came through is uh after, you know, it was it was 20 years of intense work and it mm. really is a soul offering in that it's what I so needed and just didn't have. It is the wholeness. You know, there's pieces, there's, you know, out there, but I feel like this book pulls those pieces together in a way that it is being in the story, being in the trauma and not at the same time that you can be in life. You can be in your wholeness you can actually thrive and and heal. It doesn't have to take you over. It doesn't have to, you know, derail you. Um, there is a way out. Mm. And I love that you didn't completely listen to what the man said because you did insert your story. And I think it's important. But he, what, yeah. if I could translate what he was saying, I would say that he probably meant don't get lost in the story. Like tell them how you got out. But I, to me, I think the story adds to the impact of how you got out. So I think you did, you did the whole thing. You, you get an A plus, A plus. Yeah. Plus. And I just. Yeah, thank you. And that's, you know, and some people just write their memoir or just write their yeah. story. And that's wonderful. But I think there was something, there was, per, there was another purpose for me. And so I do write to my, in my experience, I t- have taken journal entries, you know, and so I'm writing offering that in the experience it's there it's raw so that people can really relate and know yes i was there yes you know it was that that. no platitude not a single platitude in this and there's something in the zeitgeist i mean and i i keep having this moment i just want to invite everyone who's listening to just imagine for a moment that this he profound level of healing is really in the zeitgeist. Like it's something that becomes like a meme that pops and all of a sudden all the trauma that we've all been carrying for lifetimes and lifetimes now is the time for it to be healed. And like, let's just imagine what the ripple effect of that would be throughout the world. I just wanted us to like imprint that little vision and I think with with Christina and Heather's book, From Trauma to Freedom, coming out right in sync with Oprah, I mean, great minds think alike, Oprah's got a book that's about healing trauma as well that is just now coming out. So there's some, you, you've connected um, with her, with Oprah on Instagram. So tell, the, tell us your Instagram handle, Christina, so we can find your interaction um, with, with, with Oprah and her page. What is your Instagram handle? <laughs> I'll, I'll let her do that in a second. This is Heather, oh, sure. um, Heather Kelly, please. but I just wanted to follow up on what you said about the zeitgeist. This yeah. is a time astrologically when we're all being called to heal, where whatever is unresolved is coming to the surface individually and collectively. And part of our hope with the book is that as we heal individually, we support the healing of each other and we support the healing of the world and of the planet. So this is such a powerful time to be in that healing process and co-creating a new world together. But yes, I'll let uh, Christina talk about her 
dialogue with Oprah. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's much of a dialogue, but uh, certainly not as much as I like. But I and I would say that when when we and of course it's we know this um, that you know everything is energy. So as we heal and change and transform, that has a ripple effect out, and um, we don't do it alone. We're not in it alone. This is a soup of us. So as each one of us. Um, pops through, then it helps facilitate another to do that as well. Very exciting times, I would say. Very exciting times. So this is one of the, this is so your Instagram handle is open to true freedom, and you said um, being in relation. To, this is what you said in her in the comments about her book and her, her post today. Being in relationship and truly being heard and seen is crucial to healing trauma. So is reclaiming and giving voice to what happened. But it takes more to heal complex trauma on all levels. And there is a way to do it for everyone. There is hope. Please take a moment to look at this resource. Everybody from trauma to freedom, more of us need to heal and create the change we need on this planet. So it's so true. And I think what Oprah's doing is kind of, it's hand in glove with what you're doing. She's raising the conversation. She's she's making it a common thing to say, yes, I have this trauma. It's not, doesn't have to be a secret anymore. Doesn't need to live in the shadows. Doesn't need to hide where it just adds more, it compounds more trauma on top of the trauma. But your book is actually kind of the, this is what to do with it now that it's up. Like in a way, it's kind of dangerous to bring up trauma without a plan for mm-hmm. what to do with it. Uh, and yeah. I know that from personal experience. I know the very first time I sat down and allowed some of my most scary, difficult memories to come up, I remember I was not functional. I, it was like almost dangerous for me to do this yeah. on my own. It's like doing my own surgery with my own knife. It's like, uh, you could kill yourself. But I remember in, in a moment of just weeping, weeping, I had this imagined, this, this higher angelic self coming in and wrapping her arms around me. And it was like, oh yeah, I'm not going to go into my trauma without a plan or without some serious guidance to help me once I'm down in that dark ditch. So your book is that, is that flashlight for people? I think it's really important. So yeah, that is such good insight. I'm glad you brought it up. And I think the the thread was a woman had written, um, you know, about, you know, that she didn't have health insurance and she didn't have the means, um, yeah. you know, to heal trauma and that not everybody has those resources. And Oprah's, you know, uh, reply to that was, you know, that might be, that's true. However, telling your story and having someone to do that with, um, you know, and there's a few other things that really, you know, like school was mm. really important to Oprah. Mm-hmm. And so, and she said, and, and so Oprah was saying, and those, so those things were healing for me. And that my reply to that is, yes, that's crucial. Um, one is that, and that's why we have the relationship, the R and the arch, is that we heal in relationship. And that's not just people that right. can be, you know, uh, like angels or others, spirit guides or animals or plants. But it is knowing the safe context to open up. So that it is not rewounding or re-traumatizing. That's so oh. important. And um, that, 
yes, it takes more than telling your story. Um, people sit in therapy and talk about their story for years and don't move past that. But there are ways to do that. So, yes, it is important also claiming your truth and having a voice and being seen and heard. Those are very right. important. Yeah, it's just we we need more and we have more. We need more and we have more. And thank you so much for your generosity at being um, being being willing to make these tools accessible. I mean, it's as inexpensive as buying a book for fourteen ninety five or nineteen ninety five, and getting three of them so that you also get the medicine wheel and have this tangible <laughs> gift to take with you. And my dog Lola says yay to that. So Nancy, I know you're really excited about the astro- astrological aspect that that Heather just brought up. So I think it's perfect timing about this Chiron aspect. What's on your, what kind of question do you have for them, Nancy, about, um, I don't know, what's on your heart? I, you know, I've just been so interested and in, I've been following, um, Heather and hearing all of her, the way she does her astrology. And it's, it's not just, you know, Hey, what's your sign? It's a lot deeper than that. There's so much more to it. And she looks into the soul. I know into, um, the North node and the South node. And because that's a connection to that deeper self and, and how we kind of came here, I wanted to hear her talk about that, but maybe, maybe she can talk to our, our one of our callers wants to hear about it too. I don't want to hog any time here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, you know what? You're, oh, you're not hogging anything, Nancy. It's always awesome to have you. And um, let's see, Denise, we need to have Denise come on because it wouldn't be a show without That's without our Denise. Thinking. So yeah. Denise, do you have a dream? Do you have a question for Christina, Lee, and Heather Ensworth? Ooh, um, I kind of have a dream. Awesome. Bring all it right. up. Bring it, bring it. Well, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a real quick, well, all my dreams are quick because I talk fast. Um. It's a strange dream. Um, here again, a family that I know I grew up with on mm. the military base. Okay, here it is 50 years later. But anyway, the, where they live now is okay. But in the dream, I'm giving you that a little bit, because in the dream, I go to their dwelling, and it's just like, it's like a mini mansion. And then mm. there's a pond, and I'm like, my God, they went from, I mean, my mind, I'm like, how can they afford this? So the dream mm. was just me being in awe about this is not where they live and how did they get this money. And I'm looking at the pond, and I'm looking at the house, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. And that was really the entirety of the dream. The dream is I went to go see them, and I know where they live right now, are parts of the family, and they don't live like that. But in the dream, they were living, they were living real good. And that was the dream. Even in the dream, I kept saying, what is going on? Where did they get this money from? So that's the dream. I hate to say it, but that's the dream. Ooh. Okay. All right. So let's do, let's do a little quick one. So what is, um, what does it mean for somebody to go from rags to riches? Um, what is, what's the feeling of that and how might that relate to your life? Ah, good one. Um, rags to riches. How can I relate to my life? I'm always thinking I can do better, and I get up every day thinking I can do better, but I'm not a materialistic person. And I was mm-hmm. happy for them. I was just kind of stunned, like, and nobody bought up the resources because I didn't. I'm just looking around like, where did y'all get this money from? Where is this? It was a pond by the pool, I mean, by the house, beautiful house. Wow. Um, How does that relate to me? 
Um, I don't know. I, I, I get up every day thinking <laughs> I can give 110% and I can do good. I'm trying to give a quick answer that makes sense, and that's right. the truth. Did you I'm, feel jealous or did you feel happy no. for them? Or what was the feeling? Yeah, I felt happy. No, I, I was just in amazement. My thing was where? Where did the resources come from? How Ooh. are y'all living like this? No, jealousy was not it. It was more like, wow. But I didn't say anything to them. I'm just looking around like, okay, let's take it to the pond, Denise. The pond? Take it to the pond. By the house? By the mansion? <laughs> Yeah, what what's no. a pond? If I were if if I were an alien, didn't know what a pond was, describe a pond in a few words, because you seem Tran- to that's in to one be word. In one word, to me, tranquility. It's still, Ooh. it's still, but it's uh, it's tranquility. Ooh. Okay. Well, I'll just take a quick little stab, and I want to also invite um, our guests to to weigh in as well. But I, I feel like in the spirit of from trauma to freedom, a dream <laughs> like this feels like, it feels like if it were my dream, the subconscious mind is kind of giving a reward of sorts and kind of showing it's not me that's having this rags to riches, but it's people that are close to me, people that I can relate to. So it's an, it's a familial, familiar Mm. aspect of me that is transforming. And I don't know how, but to me, it feels like there's, um, cause I've, I've had dreams about mansions and, and things like this too. And it feels like the, the spirit, the soul self as Heather and Christina were talking about is, the agenda, I believe, is expansion, but also integrated expansion. So it's that we rise up, but we also feel grounded in the process. And and we don't have to necessarily know why or how. But I think as what Heather was talking about, about the Chiron aspect, and I'm not even going to pretend like I can speak intelligently about that, but it does feel like we're coming into a time where it would behoove us to prepare for an expansion of all aspects mm. of ourselves, not just the part mm. that's been struggling, but the part of us that can actually enjoy the freedom on the other side of of the work that we do. I mean, the book that Christina and Heather wrote isn't just trauma to trauma. It's from trauma to freedom mm-hmm. and financial freedom. I think in a dream, being able to see that wealth is, is symbolic of being able to have choice and, and, and um, being able to have agency over one's life. So that's what comes up for me, Heather or Christina, do either of you, are you getting a feeling about this or what, what would you do with this? If this were your dream? Oh, Kelly, I think that was beautifully said, very articulate. I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. add anything to that. Um, yeah, I love the interpretation of the pond being tranquility and just stillness and peace. Like I that yes. And I love what you uh drew in also, Kelly, about you know, and I think the dream is saying there are resources beyond what we feel we have available. We are oh. being supported in creating a new world. Yeah. We don't have to necessarily know the whole way. We don't have to know all of those. They're just one step at a time is what we need to do. Sometimes we, we can't think our way into transformation. We have to just kind of be willing to know that there's more for us out there and let's find our way. And I love that you also emphasize the, the pond, Christina, like there's, there's ease there's there. It can be tranquil. It can be tranquil. It doesn't have to be stressful. Nancy T, what are you, what are you, what's tickling your ivories? <laughs> um, I'll t- I just immediately I thought of Joe Gagnon. Mm. You know that you can do more than you think you can, 
Right. And, you know, and that's, he was always about that. He would do five push push-ups, and he's like, I can do 10. And when I think my body can't take it, I can do 300. He was that guy. <laughs> and I, I believe if it were my dream and if I'm Denise and I'm looking at this, it's, you know, how you saw your friends and you saw them and you say, how did this happen? It's just, it's just like Kelly said, it's under every, every person has that, that just where you think you're, you've capped out, there's no farther I can go. There's more, I can't get more than I have. This is all I got. This is all I accomplished. There's always more. We can have more than we think we can because the universe is abundant. And it, and what it does is it, when you, when you realize that you have that tranquility of that pond, that peacefulness, when that just washes mm. over you. Yeah. How does that land on you, Denise? Oh, well, did we I'm, lose her? I think we did, but that's okay. I'm going to, so you know what, as we're wrapping up here, I just, you know, one of the ways that we can, I think our dreams are a litmus test for how we're doing. Like our dreams will reveal the aspects of us that we have, that we haven't healed yet. Like in Christina's, in in the book, there's, there's, there's those things that we need to pay attention to. And then when we do the work, we get a payoff. We get a dream like the one that Denise just shared. So I just Ooh. want everyone to to get their transformation, to go from the trauma to the freedom that is yours that you can't even imagine. Just like Denise, you don't have to know where it comes from. You don't have to know the how, but the doing is what's in front of you to do, to heal, to feel, to move through. And by getting your copy of From Trauma to Freedom or actually three copies tomorrow and then you can get all the all the goodies not just the healing ourselves healing the world summit which is huge in and of itself but also this amazing arch medicine wheel that's coming to you and the websites are transforming trauma to freedom.com and also you can go to open to true freedom that's christina's and you can also go to the rising moon healing center.com for Heather, but to get it all go to transforming trauma to freedom, Heather Ensworth, Christina Lee. Thank you so much for being my amazing guests today. I so appreciate you and your book from trauma to freedom. Thank you. Good luck with the launch tomorrow. Thank, thank you, you, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you everyone. Thank you everyone. Sweet dreams until we meet again. Don't take your dreams lying down. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.